does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Everybody, I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. We have a lot of basketball to talk about, a lot. High school and college, girls semi-states, it's all coming up in the next hour. Right now, though, the man with everything you possibly need relative to scores on a busy Saturday night, the star of our show, Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, you are the best. There is a lot to get to in the next four minutes, and we'll start with girls' semi-state. We know who's coming to Indianapolis for the IHSAA Girls Basketball State Finals, and here they are. Beginning in Class A, Frankfurt semi-state, Marquette Catholic advances. They beat Clinton Central by a pair. Final was 72-72 advanced. They will meet Lanesville, who in the New Albany semi-state took down North Central Farmersburg 68-33. In Class 2A, Fort Wayne Bishop Lures punched their ticket to Indianapolis, defeating Andre in 49-36. Lures with a football state title back in the fall. They head back to Indy here in the month of February for the state finals. And their opponent, Brownstown Central, who demolished Eastern Hancock 45-29. Now, Eastern Hancock did have to beat Sheridan in overtime 62-54 to get to that game. The only overtime of girls' semi-state today but brownstown central handled the royals to move on in class 3a norwell all over bremen 64 to 20 their opponent for next weekend gibson southern who handled danville 63 to 48 and in class 4a lake central topped noblesville 52 36 it was lawrence central over center grove on the other side from southport 53 to 40 which means your state final matchups for next week the battle the LCs, Lake Central takes on Lauren Central in 4A. Norwell matches up with Gibson Southern from 3A. 2A will have Fort Wayne Bishop Lures battling Brownstown Central. And in Class A, it's Marquette Catholic against Lanesville. NBA All-Star Weekend, it is concluded. Team Pacers won the NBA Skills Challenge to begin the night, and it Ended with a Tyrese Halliburton half-court shot. Miles Turner left of the mark. 23 seconds to go. Shot near goes. Tyrese Halliburton holding the pose with 20.5 seconds to go. And the hometown team has done it again. Team Pacers are your champs. Marques Desure on ESPN Radio. Ben Matherin, a part of that skills challenge win, along with Halliburton and Miles Turner. Matherin leaving the weekend a champion. He won the NBA Rising Stars Challenge yesterday. He talked on ESPN Radio. It's, it's amazing. It's a great feeling, especially in Indiana. Uh, doing it for my hometown now. So... Uh, it's a good experience. I'm going home undefeated. He is going home undefeated. As for a little bit later on in the evening, Damian Lillard won the three-point contest for a second straight year and the dunk contest champion again, back-to-back years. Mac McClung, who was playing in the G League with the Orlando Magic, he outlasted Boston's Jalen Brown to win it. McClung, the last dunk, he jumped over none other than Shaquille O'Neal and threw it down behind his head reverse style to camp off the dunk contest. College basketball today, it was number 23 Indiana State falling to Southern Illinois 74-69. Sycamores have lost back-to-back games since being ranked in the top 25 
For the first time since 1979, they fell to Illinois State on Tuesday. Number 17, Creighton got past Butler 79-57 at Hinkle. Dogs beat Creighton on the road, lose to the Jays at home. Purdue-Fort Wayne over Detroit Mercy 83-69. It was Oakland crushing IUPUI 107-59. Missouri State took care of Valparaiso 82-74. Miami of Ohio, the win over Ball State 80-59. Cardinals are 12-13. And And Little Rock defeated Southern Indiana 82-62. Other scores of note in the top 25 in overtime. Iowa beat number 20 Wisconsin 88-86. Top 5 matchup in the Big East. Number 1 UConn 81. Number 4 Marquette 53. And number 22 Kentucky defeats number 13 Auburn 70-59. College basketball tomorrow. Purdue at Ohio State at 1. 3 o'clock Indiana hosts Northwestern. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Don't forget to join Greg Rickstraw and me tomorrow, 5 o'clock to 7 o'clock, for the uh, IHSAA pairing show live from the IHSAA headquarters. Tonight, high school basketball. Silver Creek over at Cordon Central, 69-53 from WKLO. David Deaton on the call of this game. David, thanks so much for the call. Very impressive win for Silver Creek tonight. Yeah, tough win for the or tough loss rather for the Panthers this afternoon. Silver Creek and Corridon Central went back and forth in the first half, and and the Dragons led twenty nine to twenty five at halftime. But the third quarter, Silver Creek kind of pulled away a little bit. Actually, got the lead out to ten there in the third quarter. But Corridon fought back. They got it down to forty four thirty eight going into the fourth. But Silver Creek got Corridon in foul trouble the entire second half and. In that fourth quarter, the Dragons showed why they're a 74% shooting team from the free throw line this year. They made 17 out of 18 in the fourth quarter and did a lot of that with their young guys, really a a team that's got a lot of good sophomores and a couple of good freshmen as well. So they end up pulling away late. It was a pretty close game throughout, but that 17 of 18 at the free throw line ended up making a big big difference along with a 34-20 to margin in the rebounding in favor of the Dragons today. So... Silver Creek gets the win, and Corridon Central falling at home in their final home game of the season today. Silver Creek, 69-53 winners over Corridon Central from WKLO. David Deaton. David, thanks so much for the call. Have a great weekend. I'm sure you're listening. We're watching tomorrow. I'm thanking you in advance for doing that. Thanks for the call. Yeah, thanks, Coach. We'll be tuning in tomorrow for the pairing show. Have a good broadcast. I appreciate it. Let's talk uh, with J.B. Neal from Bloomfield. Bloomfield tonight, 55-37 winners over Eastern Green. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Congratulations on an impressive win. Thank you. Appreciate it. You're welcome. These wins right now, this time of year, are important for a number of reasons, uh, not the least of which is trying to gather some momentum or maintain some momentum as you get ready to get into the tournament. So these are big, big wins. Yeah, yeah, you're just trying to take a – like I tell the kids, let's take a nugget from each game that we can use, you know, in a sectional and and, and look to get better, and and that's what we've tried to do here uh, down the stretch. All right, so tell me how you do this tonight. Sounds to me like you probably went out there – you have to be happy with what you did defensively to start with. Yeah, uh, defensively we were solid as as usual, I I think. But uh, some other – we were a little more balanced tonight. We had some kids uh, make some shots. They came out and – a little junk defense on Blake Neal and, and some other kids stepped up and, uh, you know, knocked down some shots. And, and I think, it, yeah, we were up 20 to 
20 to five at the end of the first half. And that was just from, you know, not our leading scorer. Mm-hmm. Right? He only had two in the first quarter. Everybody else was doing, doing their thing. Well, you know what? Uh, he stepped up when he needed to. <laughs> Shows you what kind of player he is. Yeah, then they had to switch defenses, and then, yeah, he kind of went to work and uh, had a solid game, but he didn't force anything and got everybody else involved. And, uh, you know, guys are getting better, and, and that's what it's about. We play a tough schedule, we believe, and, uh, you know, it prepares us for the sectional every year. All right, so, you know, I know you guys are probably going to have some watch party tomorrow. Get excited about that. But the, the, the turnaround, who do you play next weekend to wrap it up? Well, we have a, a makeup game Monday with North Knox. We got snowed out on Friday, so we're going to play right. them Monday. And then we finish up with Bar Reeve, a very good Bar Reeve team there on Friday. So we got, you know, one more home game and then go on the road right. with Bar Reeve. So be a great test for us. Bloomfield, good solid win tonight uh, over Eastern Green, 55-37. J.B. Neal, thanks so much for the call, and good luck next week. All right, appreciate it, Coach. Thanks. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Fort Wayne Bishop Lures, big win, 55-30. You know, they beat Belmont tonight. Coach, Coach Coughing, 63-58 win over Belmont. Sorry, can't read my own writing. Congratulations on the win. Thanks, Bob. Yeah, we uh, we gutted it out today after playing last night at Northside, and uh, we were at Belmont, who's having a great year. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, we, uh, we overcame a lot of adversity and, and got that W. In case you hadn't already, I- I'm sure this win gets the attention of a lot of people. This got my attention. Uh, I sent you that text as soon as I saw the score because I kn- obviously you, we talked last night. I know it's a shorter, short turnaround. These guys have won 18 games. They're really good. Uh, so you got to be thrilled with how your kids played tonight. Yeah, I mean, Belmont's, uh, like I said, having an outstanding year. They, uh, they really only go about seven deep, and six of those guys are seniors that have played – pretty much their whole lives together and uh they had a kid go off for 42 against us out of their 58 <laughs> um schumann and uh um i just thought you know we we're going into their gym uh the whistle wasn't exactly on our side and right. uh, we kind of we kind of overcame uh, a lot of those things we had our two best uh ball handlers and probably overall players fouled right. out with about three minutes to go in the game and we, we still held on to the five-point lead so that was really good to see Coach, hang on through the scoreboard update if you can. I want to talk more about this game, if that's okay with you. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Here's the game plan for the next 45 minutes. This update, we're going to wrap up the college basketball scoreboard. Tell you all about high school basketball. Girls semi-stay at 11.30. Then at 11.45, we'll tell you all about All-Star Weekend, what's coming up on your sports Sunday. All right, 11.15, college basketball. IU Kokomo defeated IU Southeast today. That's a final of 75-65. Indiana Wesleyan over Mount Vernon Nazarene in big fashion, 110-78. St. Xavier cross past Holy Cross, 65-57. It was Marion 84, St. Francis 75, Huntington edged Spring Arbor 80 to 76. Taylor took care of Goshen 67-54. Roosevelt over IU South Bend today 78-65. It was Indiana Tech 69, Lourdes 65. 
Gray 72, Bethel 62, and St. Ambrose beat Indiana Northwest 76-65. It was Wabash by 10 over Worcester 91-81. DePaul crushed Hiram 89-67. Calvin over Trine 73-66. And UND got the win over Illinois Springfield 82-72. As we told you, Indiana State fell to Southern Illinois 74-69. Sycamore's back-to-back losses since being ranked in the top 25. Lost to Illinois State on Tuesday. Number 17, Creighton handled Butler at Hinkle, 79-57. Dogs beat Creighton over in Omaha earlier this month. It was Purdue-Fort Wayne all over Detroit Mercy, 83-69. Miami of Ohio over Ball State, 80-59. Missouri State got past Valparaiso, 82-74. And it was Little Rock beating Southern Indiana, 80-62. Welcome back, everyone. Seth Coffing from Fort Wayne Bishop Lures rejoins us. Lures beats Belmont 63-58. Coach, uh, you got to be mentally tough to beat a team like this at their place. This sounds to me like two senior-laden teams just slugging it out tonight. Uh, we're actually not. We're pretty young, actually. Uh, um, one of our seniors did step up and probably had the, the best game of anybody. West Javens was 16, but our, uh, our key players are mostly juniors, actually, and uh, – um, we're Even a lot better. Of we can overcame that, like I said, and uh, right. you know, two two road games in about a fourteen hour period. Pretty cool to see our guys execute that down the stretch. Absolutely. Tell me who plays well for you tonight, Coach. Like I said, Wes Javens was probably had the game of his career. Uh, he doesn't typically right. score that many for us. He finished around the rim. He had sixteen. Uh, Danny Kelly, junior, six six junior, uh, started off on fire with. Three threes in the first quarter. He ended up with 11 total. And then uh, the Truesdale Twins, uh, Draylon had 15 and Darion had uh, 10. Who do you wrap it up with next week? We go to New Haven on Tuesday, and then we finish up with Carroll on Friday. Uh, both of those wow. games are away. So no joke uh, as far as the schedule finishing <laughs> up here. Great way to finish. Seth Coffing from Fort Wayne Bishop Lures. Lures on the road beats Belmont 63-58. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Congratulations on a great weekend, and good luck next week. All right. Appreciate you, Bob. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Joey O'Rourke, the voice of the Indiana State Sycamores, joins me. Bad news for the Sycamores. Southern Illinois beats them 74-69. Joey, thanks so much for the call. Tough loss again. Second one in a row for the uh, Sycamores tonight. Yeah, absolutely it was, Coach. Uh, again, apologize for last night. I, you know, I don't no, get no many problem. Friday nights. I don't get many Friday <laughs> nights off, and you had texted me, and right. for some reason, I just decided that it was time to fall asleep a little bit early on a Friday night. So, well, I'm glad you weren't uh, driving. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. Back to back losses, first time this year, and uh, you know, honestly, a bad week to have a bad week after getting back into the AP Top 25 for the first time in 45 years since Bird was at Indiana State. Uh, Tuesday night, uh, the way Indiana State lost, I know Coach Schertz was you know, very disappointed in the way they lost with the effort and the focus. Uh, didn't shoot the ball particularly well, but it was really on the defensive end that Indiana State didn't have it on Tuesday night. And tonight, uh, the competitive edge and the fight was back to this Indiana State team. Had a 13-point lead in the first half. Southern Illinois cuts to six at halftime. And then late in the game, back and forth, uh, the two teams went. Robbie Avila hits a big three with 2.01 to go with Indiana State down 
66-64, makes it 60, makes it 67-66, and then Kennard Davis hits a huge three at the other end to put Southern Illinois back on top. Uh, you know, tough loss, a tough environment to play. Uh, Indiana State, 16 turnovers in the game, and uh, you look at it, it was 17 points off those turnovers that Southern Illinois capitalized. That's a big, big part of the basketball game tonight. You know, to go back, I think you're right. You, you lose at home. That, that's a hard one. You, you know better than I. Uh, winning on the road in the Valley is never easy, uh, especially Southern Illinois. Uh, it's a tough, tough place to pl- to play. And so that's why it's important, obviously, to defend the home court. And you bring up a great point. Part of the issue here is a couple of things. One, you need to shoot the ball better and need to take better care of the basketball. And, and these are things that they've been doing extremely well most of the year. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're correct. And, you know, talk about the way they shot the ball uh, throughout most this year, for a long, for the longest part of time, Indiana State was a 42 percent three-pointing, three-point shooting team. Now, is that an uncharacteristic, unrealistic thing to do throughout a year? Uh, yeah, probably you could say so. But over the last five games, I don't think Indiana State's as bad of a shooting team as they've shown over right. the last five games. Just 28 percent from beyond the three-point line. Uh, but a big key tonight, too, uh, coach, is no Jason Kent. Uh, he left the game mm. on Tuesday night with a uh, concussion. Um, he's going through progression right now. Didn't play tonight, uh, so that's a big key cog out of the out of the lineup for Indiana right, State. Right. But still had a chance. Still had a chance to win it uh, on the road tonight, but just unfortunately unable to to do that. Now you got to bounce back and go to uh, Valparaiso on Wednesday. Roger Powell has that team playing uh, much better. Uh, Cooper Schweiger. The, a kid that's up for, you know, freshman of the year in the Valley had, I think, 23 or 24 points today on the road at Missouri State. And then Isaiah Stafford, who is a transfer from John A. Logan, uh, who is an absolute uh, gem of a player, uh, not going to be tough. It's not going to be easy up in Valparaiso on Wednesday. Not at all. Tonight, the uh, Indiana State Sycamores lose at Southern Illinois 74-69. Joey Rourke, the voice of the Sycamores. Joey, thanks so much for the call. Be safe. We'll talk to you next weekend. Hey, thanks, Coach. Appreciate everything. Have a great uh, show tomorrow. I'll do that. Thank you very much. Speaking of tomorrow, the pairing show, in case you didn't know by now, uh, you've been on some desert island somewhere. Pairing shows from 5 o'clock until 7 o'clock tomorrow. Greg Rakestraw and I will be live from the IHSAA headquarters bringing you that action. High school basketball tonight. Bar Reeves number two in the single A poll. They beat Southridge 47-43. With me, the head coach at Bar Reeves, Josh Thompson. Coach, thanks so much for the call. What a great win over a tremendous Southridge team tonight. No, you're right, Coach. Uh, Southridge has came into the game this year or uh, tonight, 14 and five on the year. Uh, they just had a huge win on the road at Heritage Hills last week, and yeah. uh, they've got yeah. everybody back and, and got everybody healthy, and they're a really good basketball team. Uh, we uh, we didn't play our best basketball the first 19, 20 minutes uh, of the game tonight, but Ryan's kids, Ryan does a great job, Brian Haywood, the coach of the Raiders, mm-hmm. and uh, his kids played really well. Uh, Tate Whitehead hit four threes on us in the first quarter tonight. 
And uh, you'd think, Coach, after he made nine threes <laughs> on us down there at Southridge last year, we would know who he is. Right. Um, well, maybe but, not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, you know, he makes he makes four threes on us in the first quarter, and they're up 23-17 at halftime. And they uh, they pulled out on us 35-22 to 22 at one point in the third quarter. And then our guys just really turned it up a notch defensively. We came back, took the lead. Uh, on a Braden Epps three with about a minute 30 to go and mm-hmm. then uh, just just made enough free throws down the stretch. Landon Miller, uh, reserve guard for us off the bench, came in and uh, he nailed four big free throws uh, wow. down the stretch to keep that lead right. for us. And then we were led in scoring tonight by Seth Wagler, who had 17. And Seth's just a phenomenal athlete for us, great baseball player, really solid basketball player, mm-hmm. our point guard. And he just wanted the ball the entire third and fourth quarter, and he just mm-hmm. made play after play for us tonight. Um, and then Evan Waymeyer, our center, our senior center tonight, made some huge baskets, big post moves in the third and fourth quarter, and then uh, got some huge rebounds for us down the stretch. So just overall, great team win for us tonight over a very, very good Southridge. Sounds to me like like a, a, a sectional game. That's like a sectional semifinal game in terms it of was. intensity and back, you know, in the crowd and all. It just has that feel to it. Yeah, it did. And uh, add to it the, the fact that tonight was our rescheduled homecoming. So, uh, you know, there, there were a oh, few extra people yeah. in the seats tonight for the homecoming game. But, yeah, you mentioned sectional atmosphere. Uh, Ryan and I coached against each other when he was at Princeton. I was at Vincennes. And then he right. went to Ligoti, and we coached against each other in the sectional. <laughs> and, you know, right. now he's at Southridge. And I'll tell you what, that team's going to have a chance to win the 3A sectional this year. And they've got everybody back for next year. We're, we're thinking about dropping them already, Bob, for next year. <laughs> we don't want right, to have to go Who won the queen contest? Well, uh, t- tonight was uh, Keisha Stahl. She won the, the Queen contest, so congratulations to her. And, right, uh, right. You know, this is one you, – you talk about, like, a sexual atmosphere, Bob. Coach Haywood and I went back and forth texting last night, and we said, we got to get this one in. Whether or not we got to get this one in, because this one's going to make us both better for the tournament. Josh, I've got to go. Big win by Bar Reeve over Southridge tonight, 47-43. Josh Thompson, good luck next week. Hey, thanks a lot, Coach. Be kind to us on that show tomorrow. I'll do that. Thank you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Putting a bow on the high school basketball scoreboard, girls semi-state. Here is how everything worked out today and your matchups 
for the IHSAA Girls Basketball State Finals. Beginning with Class 4A, Lake Central took care of Noblesville 52-36, and then Lawrence Central topped Center Grove 53-40. The battle of the LCs for the 4A state title next week, Lake Central, Lawrence Central. Class 3A, it was Norwell over Bremen 64-20 defensive effort by Norwell. On the other side, Gibson Southern defeated Danville 63-48 for the 3A crown. Norwell battles Gibson Southern next week. Class 2A, what a run it has been for Fort Wayne Bishop Bloors. They defeat Andrean 49-36. They won a football state title in the fall. They have a chance for a girls hoop state title here in the month of February. But they'll get Brownstown Central, who had no problem with Eastern Hancock 45-29. Have to shout out the Royals, though, from Eastern Hancock. The only overtime game of the semi-state. Eastern Hancock beat Sheridan 62-54, just ran out of gas. And Brownstown Central able to take it down the stretch. Class A, Mark Keck Catholic by a pair over Clinton Central 72-70. And Lanesville crushed North Central Farmersburg 68-33. Mark Keck Catholic versus Lanesville next week for the 1A state title. Boys basketball, there are some overtime games to talk about, four to be exact. Fort Wayne North 78, Adams Central 76 in OT. Also an extra time, Indian Creek, Edge Sullivan 57-55. Overtime, North Vermilion beat South Putnam 66-60. Double OT, South Vermilion 88, Covington 84. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk, the legendary Indiana Sports Talk, I would remind everyone. College basketball today, Butler losing to Creighton 79-57. With me, the voice of the Bulldogs, Mark Minner. And, Mark, this was a difficult day for the Dogs. It was a a tough, tough matchup with a good Creighton team. Yeah, a Creighton team that uh, had a lot to say after that 99-98 victory for the Bulldogs back in Omaha on February 2nd. yeah. And yeah. they came out of the gates in the second half really strong. Butler led by one, 35-34 at halftime. And they just, to be honest, Coach, dominated the second half. They made it really difficult for Butler's leading scorers to get in the game. And uh, and Baylor Shireman had yet another double-double. He's been fantastic coming off a triple-double in his previous game against Georgetown. And Creighton showed you why they're a top-20 team in the country, the way they controlled things in the second half. And now Butler has to figure out how to regroup and make sure they finish the rest of the regular season slate strong. And look, you go one and one against Creighton this season, just couldn't find a way to to get it done in the second half. That's a great point because we lose sight of the fact, yeah, I mean, it's hard to beat a, a team in that league twice in one year yep. i mean it's i i would uh, i don't know the stats i'd be stunned if it happens with any regularity whatsoever it would be uh, a, a small number of teams able to to sweep a uh, a series in that league with anybody and so you put that in perspective but it's still disappointing that you get dominated that badly in in the second half and um you're at a point in the year where this is not the time to have those kinds of things happen because your margin for error is slight now uh, in terms of uh, at-large opportunities. And uh, you get the you know Big East tournament coming up in the not-too-distant future. This is a disappointing loss, to say the least. Yeah, and it's not, you, you know, it's not that a, a loss to Creighton ends your season or anything like that. It's just that no, it was an opportunity, no. right? You know, this has been right. a, you, know, you have those opportunities, especially at home, a great crowd to try and get this yeah. one done here today, and it would relieve pressure 
on the rest of the season. You, you don't win this one today, and so that means that you just have to perform down the stretch, right? You're not going to have the other right. opportunities against top 20 teams. So, yeah, you get the win on the road against Creighton and on the road against Marquette. Those are fantastic top 15 wins. You were hoping to try and pick up another one here, notch another quad one victory, um, not right. only to help your Big East standings, but also in the metrics and the net and, and help give yourself a little cushion late in the season. Now you just you, you go on the road to Villanova and you've got the last handful of games in the regular season and you're looking at figuring out, okay, our margin of error just got a little bit tighter, right? And so yes. we, we just yeah. got to make sure we take care of business at home down the stretch and pick up uh, the games that we need to on the road. <laughs> and you played reasonably well in the first half. You're up by one yep. at the half, and, it, and you come out and you, you, you're a different team. And that's that's the hard thing to take from – I can tell you from a coaching standpoint, I mean, you're literally standing there going, who are you guys? <laughs> yep. Where's, where are those guys I had in the locker room with a one-point lead? Where did you go? Yep. Um, and – why it's why i do radio <laughs> no, no, no doubt a lot easier for me on, on the microphone but I, you know i i do think that's you know that's part of that's probably honestly over the course of a season that was probably the um toughest half of basketball that we've seen father play mm-hmm. this season in the second half i thought the first half was actually pretty good and and creighton found a way to close it on a 6-0 spurt there to end the first half they came out and and were able to finish that thing strong but, um, you know, if you're Butler, you got looks. You just couldn't convert. And Creighton was really efficient. Their leading scores were incredibly efficient. And, and, you know, Creighton, as you know, is such a difficult team to match up with. They will yeah, score yeah. quickly off makes right. or misses. It doesn't matter. They'll push it up the floor. So, you know, in the blink of an eye, if you're not hitting shots, they can go up double digits pretty quickly. Yeah, and they've never met a shot they didn't like. That's the other no, thing about it. And, and, that's absolutely right. And, and and you know you're sitting there scratching your head, going, "Did he take? You know, did he just take? Did he mean to take that shot?" And the answer is, yeah. I mean, we, yeah. We, you run the number. You know how this is. You run the numbers. Right? We want to be a high volume type of team. You got as a coach and, and as fans, you have to understand. Sometimes you're going to scratch your head and go, "What are these guys trying to do?" But there's a method to this madness, especially when you have guys who can shoot the ball you want them to be free and free their minds and just let them go yep for sure and and you know creighton's always been a team too that's played the numbers right so they're gonna let yeah uh, course of a butler matchup this time it was let jalen thomas they're gonna say let jalen thomas try and hit threes and and he did and actually jalen thomas played really well offensively they let jalen and, and posh take shots they just really limited things for dj davis right for jamil telford right. for, for pierre brooks and, and then Creighton was able to knock down the shots they needed to. So for the Bulldogs, it's one that you got to figure out to say, okay, how do we engage Pierre? How do we get DJ? How do we get Jamil back into a more efficient state and uh, pick things up on the road? I thought in the first half, the thing that was really impressive was the way they locked down defensively against Creighton and held them to 34 points in the first half, one of the toughest mm-hmm. offenses in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing, Coach, that – a theme over the last few games you got to limit it's just turnovers turnovers leading to opportunities yeah. for Creighton those turn into fast break points those turn into to quick buckets and, and big runs so you know tough one at Hinkle Fieldhouse today right. especially in the second half but still a lot of uh, excitement and enthusiasm about where these Bulldogs sit and uh, it's sure. a jam-packed Big East conference right now they are right in the thick of it 
Uh, Nova on, is it Tuesday or Wednesday? Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday night, 6.30 in Philly is the next one. Then, then Seton Hall on the road next weekend. Okay. Well, I can't believe it, but it's that time of year. Bulldogs oh, lose today. Yeah, 79-57 to Creighton. One of my favorites, Mark Minner, the voice of the dogs. Thanks for staying up late. I appreciate it. Have a great appreciate weekend, Mark. Thanks for the call. Thank you Have very much. Night. Thank you. Thanks. It's a great night. It's uh, Anytime Kip Wessner calls, it's always a great night from Hoosier Basketball Magazine, the legendary Hoosier Basketball Magazine. Kip, thanks so much for the call. We know who's playing in Indianapolis for championships next weekend. Tell me about the semi-states from your perspective. I was at Shelbyville in the afternoon, and I want to tell you about both of those games because it was an overtime game. But real quickly, I want to mention you, you said something about senior night uh, last night when we talked. Yeah. And yeah. At, the John R. Wooden, at the John R. Wooden Gymnasium in Martinsville tonight, I had uh, 20 friends and family because my daughter Kayla, a cheerleader, varsity cheerleader, uh, went to senior okay. senior ceremony and you uh-huh. know how that feeling I do because uh, I, I know I'm exactly how that goes yeah. it's, right. uh, it's great to see her move on but boy it's still uh, heart wrenching to, to see it take place but no, I remember. Hey, listen. I, no, I remember when our daughter Stephanie uh, was a cheerleader here at Franklin Community High School. I was coaching at IUPUI, and uh, senior night. I mean, I remember like it was last night, to be honest. And my wife and I, you know, here I am. I'm, I'm I'm at games all the time, and I've seen games and done all this stuff. But I was as emotional that night as I, I have been in in quite a while. Because uh, she's our only child, and and um, it was it was fun. She went on, to, you know, to cheer at IUPY, cheered for the Colts. So you say she's moving on. Our, our Steph, Steph will tell you she's never moved on from cheerleading, which is fine. But I, no, I I I understand it. I really do, and uh, I, I can appreciate what you and your wife have gone through uh, because it it's one of the toughest nights you'll have, quite frankly. Well, I, I had uh, two boys that went through their high school career, and sure. uh, my my one son played all three sports. So, you know that's just par for the course. But uh, when your daughter's the baby, and oh you yeah. Know, it's, yeah, it's just a change of life. <laughs> but uh, I guess the good part is they're still sectional. There's still another time yeah. this year, so we're going right, to right. hold on to it as long as we can. But what I started to say is Greenfield Central was the team that was in the John R. Wooden Gymnasium, and man. Ooh. Braylon Mullins, he yeah. was outstanding. I mean, they they won eighty to sixty, but right. he was over twenty, probably close to twenty four, twenty five. Right, hitting from three, driving to the basket, steals. He was very impressive. So, um, all right, you know yeah. that music. Me, you got to hang on through this scoreboard update, okay? Because we need to yeah. talk more, okay? Yeah, girls basketball. All right, perfect. We'll come back with Kip Wessner after the scoreboard update with Brendan King on Indiana Sports Talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana Scoreboard Update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Putting a bow 
at least on NBA All-Star Saturday night. Team Pacers won the Skills Challenge earlier in the night. That was to kick off everything at Lucas Oil Stadium. Tyrese Halliburton, Benedict Matherin, and Miles Turner got it done. Matherin after the Pacers win on ESPN Radio. It's, it's amazing. It's a great feeling, especially in Indiana. Uh, doing it for my hometown now. So... Uh, it's a good experience. I'm going home undefeated. And for a second consecutive year, Damian Lillard, the three-point champion, Mac McClung, the dunk contest winner representing the Orlando Magic, start at Georgetown. And then Texas Tech All-Star Game tomorrow night. That's at 8 o'clock. And it should be fun. East versus West, back to the old school style. As for college basketball tomorrow, number two Purdue visits Ohio State. One o'clock starting Columbus. And of course, for the Buckeyes, the game following the firing of Chris Holtman, the former Butler Bulldog head coach, fired at Ohio State midway through his seventh season. So we'll see what the 14 and 11 Buckeyes come out like tomorrow. Four and 10 in the Big Ten this year. Purdue at 23 and 2. Also an opportunity for Indiana to get back on track at Assembly Hall. 3 o'clock start against Northwestern. Now, the Wildcats are 17-8, and but they are injury-ridden. IU is a point-and-a-half favorite heading into tomorrow for a Hoosiers team that could use a W at 14-10 and 10 on the campaign. Should be a terrific sports Sunday. Hope you enjoy it. All-star game, college basketball. We'll talk to you next weekend, Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Coming up tomorrow, in addition to all that Brendan just talked about, is the pairing show, 5 o'clock to 7 o'clock. Many of these same great stations and IHSAATV.org. Greg Rigstrow and I will be live from the IHSAA headquarters. Kip Westner rejoins me talking about girls' semi-states. Okay, we got some great games. We had great games today. Uh, we got one defending champ coming back. We know that in, in Lanesville. Uh, but these are, I think, it's going to be a great weekend next week weekend yeah definitely uh i i'd mentioned about uh, the performance i saw from Braden mullins i saw two outstanding yeah. individual performances at shelbyville uh, on the girls side uh, i mentioned kenzie garner from uh, sheridan last night when we talked she's a, a right. six foot junior she plays point guard and she was really uh, outstanding in a losing effort but she was able to get us they were down one sheridan was down one she got a steal at midcourt Went down, put uh, Sheridan in, in the lead with one point, uh, one point lead with you know ten seconds to go, and mm-hmm, Hancock mm-hmm. was able to force it into overtime and then went ahead to win. But in the first game, the best of all that I saw was uh, Brady Chambers from Linton. In the first half of the game against Brownstown, she had fifteen of the team's nineteen points, and wow. uh, she was. She was really good uh, the entire game. She finished with 28 points, but Brownstown Central only scored three points in the third quarter. Mm. Now, Brady mm. picked up her third and fourth foul during that stand. Oh, my. And Brownstown was really good in the fourth quarter and was able to come from behind victory to advance the championship. And then, as you know, they beat Eastern Hancock, which Eastern Hancock sure. has been so good over the last few years. So that's Shelbyville. Uh, semi-state which we had all four teams ranked in Hoosier Basketball Magazine really lived up to its billing but uh, talking about the matchups uh, we got two number ones from Hoosier Basketball Magazine uh, in 4A Lake uh, I'm sorry uh, 
Lawrence Central, number one, and Lake Central, 12. And then in Class mm-hmm. A, Lanesville, number one, and Marquette Catholic, 10. Also got a number three in 3A with Norwell, number three, playing against uh, Gibson Southern, who is number seven. And then uh, number eight, Lures versus number 18, Brownstown Central. So an average of 7.5 in the Hoosier Basketball Magazine rankings for the eight teams, but all eight in the top 18, which – um, you know, you, you never know how it all plays out, but uh, the trend, you mentioned uh, Lanesville, the trend over the last six seasons, now this is the seventh season, is a repeat uh, appearance. And so yeah. Lanesville yeah. will keep that up. Yeah. And one little tidbit before we go is Marquette Catholic has, um, they were they kind of started this in 1819 when they went back-to-back titles over Revae. Well, they mm-hmm. they don't have any seniors. Like their top eight are all underclassmen. So oh, Marquette Catholic, with uh, Lawrence Central, who doesn't have a senior in their starting lineup, with Gibson Southern, who their top scorer is a junior, with Brownstown Central, who has four out of five underclassmen. The mm-hmm. trend may continue for an eighth year in 2025. <laughs> but I know we just have to get through next week, but you know that's the way Hoosier Basketball Magazine looks at things. Kip Westner, you're the best. I appreciate it, and I know you've had a long day. Thanks so much for the call. Congratulations to your daughter. Uh, Best of luck to you and your wife (laughs) with that. Uh, Again, um, I I, I understand it. Um, I look look back fondly on those days. I know know you do, too. Here's here's what I did. Remember, I'm coaching Mike and Steph is wrapping up her uh, senior year as a a cheerleader. And I did something that um, I wasn't sure was going to work. And I, I told I told my staff and I told everybody at IEPY, I said I am uh, I will not be at high school games on the nights when my daughter uh, is cheering. Uh, I told my wife I said I will go to every one of her games her senior year, and yeah, uh, nice. I did it. Was the best decision I ever made. All right, yeah. I got to run. Thanks so yeah. much, Kip. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks a lot. Go, go pairing show see you later there you go thanks final break some final thoughts this is indiana sports talk welcome back everyone this is indiana sports talk brought to you by indiana donor network brendan king what a great job you're pretty good at this you know that you do know that don't you coach i'm just honored to be on the show you know that yeah, we're just happy to be here. Hope I can help just, the ball club. Just happy to be here, just doing my part. I'm the super utility guy, you know. Right. You know, yeah, I, I got it. it. You know, it's the, uh, you know, Bull Durham, Bull Durham scene with Nuke and Crash on the bus, and Crash is teaching him how to do interviews. Have you seen, you've seen this, right? Well, I, this is much longer than a two-minute story, Coach, so I'll give you the, the condensed version. Bull Durham the manager role is based off of Buddy Bailey, my former manager in South Bend. He's the winningest manager in minor league baseball right. history. Right. And he was the coach of, he was the manager of the Durham Bulls. And uh, they made Bull Durham off of him. Um which is pretty cool. So I he, like it. He's the greatest yeah. dude. My Bull Durham story is my grandson Jack was playing little league baseball, uh put Haverford Little League in in Broad Ripple up in Indianapolis. And even I was like maybe six or seven. And so uh, I go up watching play and um, on, a, on a Saturday and I told my I told my daughter, I said, Steph, you need to have Jack call the show. 
And she goes, what? And I said, have him call the show. We'll talk about, you know, Little League Baseball. And I said, here's what you got to do. You got to have him do the Bull Durham speech. So we, so, so she teaches him that, you know, I'm just happy to be here. Hope I can help the ball club. I'm going to take it one game at a time. Good Lord willing. Uh, everything will work out. You know, that whole speech. And so he calls me that night. My hand to God calls me that night. And here's this little six-year-old guy. I said, Jackson, what a great game today. What did you think? How'd it go? And he goes, he calls me Grand Bob. He says, Grand Bob, I'm just happy to be here. Hope I can help the ball club. Goes through the speech. I mean, line for line, he's perfect. And I have tears in my eyes. I'm laughing so hard it can barely go on. And um, to this day, it's one of the best interviews I've ever done. I hope they clip uh, that for you. Not just counting those that I – well, you know, my hope, only grandchild. Yeah, I hope yeah. that's on a cassette tape. It is. One of my most prized possessions. All right, so I'm watching IU and Purdue mm-hmm. before. Uh, I'm, I've got this little gig coming up tomorrow afternoon, but I can squeeze in some hoops tomorrow, can I? You can, and I wish you and Rake the absolute best. Hope you guys have a lot of fun. But, yeah, you get Purdue oh, at one, what? IU at three. We and, always have fun. And then you can, yeah. you can cap off the day with some NBA All-Star. I think that's a pretty good one. Not a bad, not a bad, uh, not a bad day. My wife might have, you know, since I don't spend a lot of time with her in this particular time of the year, she might have dinner plans or something. I'm, I'm good with that. So, um, <clears throat> busy day today. You were great. We had a lot of great games today. And um, I I think the next weekend's girls tournament will be spectacular honestly i think it's going to be great yeah can't wait should be fun coach hope you travel safe and uh, i'll see you in some sunshine about a week from now looking forward to that i'll see you i'll see you down there brendan king great job brendan thanks so much thanks also to corbin lingenfelter cannot do it without him thanks to our great stations around the state that bring you the show every friday and saturday night and thanks to you for 30 years you made us the most listened to sports talk show in our state's history it is the history making legendary network indiana's indiana sports talk